Hello, and welcome to What the Folklore, making sense of senseless tales. If you want to watch one of these great movies, good news, it's already out. <laughs> and it has been probably since before you were born. You can watch Ben-Hur anytime you want. You don't have to wait. I don't know if anyone has ever been that literal with it. <laughs> What do you mean? Like, if anyone has ever gone, stood on a soapbox, and said to the people waiting for remakes, like, good news, guys! It's here! Maybe they should. You don't gotta wait. That'd be a great... We got it. be a great prank, or... all these people waiting in line to see the new Ghostbusters, and you're like, I watched it last night, it was great. I saw a secret, secret uh, (laughs) release... Like pre pre release screening that came out in the eighties. <laughs> Come on over to my speakeasy blockbuster. <laughs> maybe maybe if you dress it up like that, people will go watch these. Like go watch these cultural touchstones of a of a medium. It's like I just I saw a release screener. <laughs> like a special advanced screening of this movie from nineteen fifty nine. It's very advanced. Uh, ben the new Ben Hur seems to feature Morgan Freeman wearing a dirty mop on his head. <laughs> that is principally his character design, from what I could tell. Brought to you by the director of Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. Really? Yep. That they decided. In interesting hands to put that into. They decided you're the man <laughs> to to bring the American Film Institute's number two epic of all time to life again. And John Ridley is helping to write it, who wrote Twelve Years a Slave. If you're if you're gonna remake a classic, like a classic masterpiece, I why would, is there a writer for it? Because it was already written. Yeah. Why is we... there an anything for it? It was already made. <laughs> they don't need any of these things. Yeah, but it wasn't made in 4K. Maybe maybe they just need a copy of the DVD mailed to them, so they <laughs> they know they don't have to do it. Here you go. We wrote it for you. You can you can work you can work on a whole original project that you want to work on. <laughs> Someone already made this one. What do you think Leo does with his Oscar now? What was the first thing he did with it when he brought it home? Dipped it in yogurt. Is it, is it <laughs> just <Okay>. defaced it <laughs> with food stuff? I think yeah, yeah like either dip it in yogurt and then lick it off. <laughs> he's he's been staring at that yogurt for years. <laughs> Hasn't been able to open it. Couldn't reach. Finally. Either that or it is his son now. <laughs> yeah, he's legally adopted it and it's the heir like, to his fortune. That that Oscar is literally his baby in a legally binding sense. It is entirely money-based thinking to remake sure. good movies. Sure. Because it worked once already, so let's do it again. Yeah. But it does seem like backwards thinking. You it know does. what needs a do-over is Ben-Hur. Yeah. Something that's already super amazing and classic. The 11 CG Oscars, the only movie to make it onto the Vatican's approved film list in the religion category. <laughs> like, the one movie on the subject religion that a pope was like, yeah. That's all right. Good, you got it right. <sighs> the Pope abides. They spent five years doing research for the sets for that movie. Probably, yeah. probably the same amount for this one, right? 
Yeah. Probably just amount, just the same amount of effort or, <laughs> through or, and through. Or 10 minutes of online shopping for green screens. <laughs> On which they just project the Ben-Hur background. <laughs> ben, for the chariot scene, they got 15,000 extras in the largest set that had ever been built at the time. Hold on. Because you just gave me a fascinating idea. Uh-oh. Where are we going? Let's let's shoot remakes on green screen with the film projected onto it and new actors standing in position over the old ones. So it would be <laughs> you just have to like old, match up entirely the same movements. Like old 1950s, 60s Technicolor footage mm-hmm. with like Leo DiCaprio's 4K face. Yep. <laughs> just superimposed over it. But not in post. Actually in production. <laughs> yes. So you're going to just yeah, go... Yeah, so we can use... We can say we use practical effects. He's going to go like full Coppola. The, the movie genres this year are Oscar bait. Yeah. Kids movies. Superhero movies. I mean, at least... Question mark. At least, at least they've made it easy for us. Yeah, to just divide it up into they've, categories. They've removed all other genres. The most... You guys like these ones. <laughs> This is what you like. We promise. This is what you get. The most shameless Oscar baiting moment that I can remember, at least, at least the way it hit me, was the trailer for Lee Daniels' The Butler. Because it was just like it was the most Oscar baity trailer I've In what ever way? seen. Because it just like it it felt like the most formulaic trailer of just like hitting like all the lines that are supposed to be dramatic and mm-hmm. impactful and I had like like the music that indicated a momentous drama and he put his name on it like the title <laughs> is Lee Daniels the butler yeah he owns that which tm which is a thing that makes you look i think just awful and pretentious unless it's, unless you are alfred hitchcock that's or jim henson that's trump stakes the movie <laughs> right like that's that's what you're doing again like if you are hitchcock you earned it you're allowed it's too bad orson wells isn't still alive i think <laughs> you're you're not entirely sure on that i'm gonna proceed as if he's not alive okay and Orson Welles listens to this podcast and he's like, jerks, and then he throws his laptop across the room and never listens to us again. In his underground bunker somewhere? Yeah. He would be, like, top ten guests to have on here for sure. <laughs> All ten? <laughs> if, you, if you could get Orson Welles on your podcast, you I think you bump whoever else you have planned. That's true. Like, unless it's Jesus or somebody who's dead. <laughs> and has come back to life. Can we can we do that? Can we like today our guest is the corpse of <laughs> I mean of Edgar Allan Poe. Can Just... they can they prove it's not? Can you finish your top ten list? Because that's three. <laughs> well And the order so far for listeners is Orson Welles, <laughs> Jesus, or someone who's dead. <laughs> I said you bump whoever you've got. Like, for Orson Welles, unless you have managed to get Christ himself. Then I think you keep Or Jesus. someone else dead. You keep, but I'm, I'm saying, like, unless, unless you have a reanimated corpse and you are demonstrating that science through audio for well, some reason. Well, that, that very strongly implies that your top three right now are Jesus, corpse of somebody, Orson Welles. Now, who, who are the rest of the top ten? Um... 
Kevin Spacey, because that's like 20 guests in one. Yeah. Um, I can follow the logic there. (laughs) (laughs) Right after Orson Welles is Kevin Spacey. Well, because Um, if you can't get Orson Welles, just get Kevin Spacey to do Orson Welles. And Jesus, and somebody did. Right. Right. (laughs) Um, Kevin Spacey should be number one. I think... I think Gary Busey would be a pretty good guest because we wouldn't have to do a lot. He's he's pretty solid for the number five slot. <laughs> he's not quite at the bottom, but not quite at the top either. I think so. I'm going to vote that both Gilbert Godfrey and Nathan Lane get a spot on this list because we wouldn't be able to fake that. Together? Sure, if we want. I would go they, for that. Yeah, just stick them, like, stick an and or next to them at the number 10 slot. <laughs> Whoever's free. Whichever. They're interchangeable. Almost. Which one isn't the racist? Let's get him. Yeah, I prefer Nathan Lane, I think. Gilbert Gottfried just has the more uh, obnoxiously recognizable voice. <laughs> yeah. He'll just beat um... Iago for the whole... <laughs> Well, this started off as like a really kind of high-minded list, and I feel like we're... It sort of took a turn around what, number five, I what think. Are the, yeah, what are the constrictions for this list? It was a very high-minded list featuring Jesus Christ, a dead person, and a person. The restrictions are who would be good on a podcast. <laughs> who, um, who are in your top ten for our guests? Maybe, I don't know, Alexander Graham Bell, just to kind of rub his nose in it a little <laughs> bit. Does this not qualify under a dead person? Or are you just getting very specific well, about dead he, people? He's he have I have I covered all dead people with that with the number two slot? That's, that's what I'm asking. I mean, if if you wanted to, we could just we we could put specific dates in specific slots. Like <laughs> like if you died past this okay. time, then okay. you move to a different well, let's, slot. Let's say that number two time is like pre-Rome. <laughs> Like some somebody from the ancient past who has come back to us, and it was just like to be speaking terrified gibberish the if, whole time because they can't articulate or if parse Alexander what the Great was brought back to life. Mission one is podcast that sucker, <laughs> get him on a podcast. Hey Alexander, what do you think of this folk tale? And He's just telling you a story. He belongs a- on a podcast. <laughs> He belongs in like a little glass habitat in the Museum of Natural History, so he can be preserved forever. This is just a fake podcasting studio setup. This is Alexander the Great in his natural habitat. <laughs> yeah, we that, keep, we keep him be... in a simulated environment so he's comfortable. Oh, that would be a great museum. Historical figures in the wrong era. <laughs> Like here's it's like a crazy wacky genie got loose in this museum and he scrambled up all the exhibits. Here's Alexander Graham Bell living in caveman times. Here's Alexander the Great guest starring on Fat Man on Batman. But really my thought there is to like he invented the phone. Uh-huh. Would you say that this technology is better than phone? <laughs> I want, I want him to use something that's better than what he invented. I think that would be any phone today. So, well, he can call in so he knows that he's not all that. Why Why do you want to <laughs> rub Alexander Graham Bell's nose You into think the, your phone's hot shit? Into the Look what mine can do. It can calculate. Because based on his... We're going to give <laughs> listeners the gift of perspective. <laughs> Demonstrated live for their ears. 
pre-recorded live yeah. with their ears. Yeah. Um, how many is that? Like eight? By, by rubbing old inventors' noses in their inventions like bad puppies. Look, look what other people did thanks to your foundations that you laid. Think you're hot shit? You didn't invent this out of nothing. Um, hmm. The first postmaster general. The very first one. Of the United States. Gets his own designated slot. Yeah. Because why don't we ever talk about him? Why don't we... He had a Here's a question for you. He had dreams. Why don't we talk about any of them? (laughs) Well... Yeah, we can invite the current postmaster general. Why does the first one get a slot and not the current one? Let's do the first one and then the current one. For nine and ten. We... we, we, So that we can get okay. a good, a good rounded out view. Sure. Of so just to Let's recap, get them on together so that they can debate. So just to recap, <laughs> we've got slot one, Jesus. <laughs> slot two, a dead person from pre-Roman times. <laughs> slot three, any any person, any dead person <laughs> yeah. from that era. Yeah, not picky on that. Just as long as pre-Roman times. Slot three. We need the birth certificate though. Or they have Wells. to prove it. Slot four. Kevin Spacey? He was four? I think so. so. Slot five. Gary Busey. Gary Busey. Slot six, interchangeably, Gilbert Gottfried or Nathan Lane. Slot seven, Alexander the Great? No, Alexander Graham Bell. Alexander Graham Bell. Yeah. Slot eight, Alexander the Great. Slot well. nine, dead postmaster. <laughs> Slot, Slot ten, <laughs> current. <laughs> so... There we have it. Gordy's top ten for the podcast. Yeah, and I, I will reiterate that we are a folklore podcast. <laughs> um, maybe we should get, like... I don't know. Don Law? The Grimm Brothers? Yeah, any of Andrew those... Andrew Lang? Any of those guys. Joseph Campbell? <laughs> Angela Carter? <laughs> but what if... What if you, you got the Postmaster General out and like, <laughs> hey... Describe to us your position. Okay, cool. What do you think about this story? Yeah. <laughs> like all that stuff you just said. Don't care about that anymore. <laughs> no longer interested. <laughs> Let's talk about these these Russian fairies. <laughs> Happily ever after. Happily ever after.